since I was reprimanded last week. Hi, I'm Ashley DeWeese, and this is my husband, Justin, also known as The Beard, and this is our Life Unfiltered podcast. Welcome to the show. Shit shows more like it, right? I mean, some days it is, right? But that's life, right? It is. It is. Like we were telling the kids on the way to school today, like we wouldn't know what to do if everything went our way all the time. Like you'd end up being, I think, more unhappy. I mean, probably, but I could probably get behind, you know, a nice little chunk of everything going our way for just a little bit. Well, you know, so then that goes back to how you define everything going your way, right? See, these are the times. Everything's working out the way we need it to be right now. It may He's, not be this is, exactly this is the way you want what it. he does. Like I'm I'm often like, just one time I want you to be like, yeah, man, me too. Yeah, Comes baby. Man, that. it's a I know. Gosh, dog, wouldn't that be nice? That better for you. <laughs> We're doing things over here. No, that doesn't help. It doesn't help when you do it after the fact. Oh boy. Just saying. Do you like my new sweatshirt? One of these days. I love your new sweatshirt. I mean, you were with me when I got it it this week. (laughs) I am not the only person that does this. Maybe guys don't do it. No, listen. Girls, when you find a good sweatshirt or clothing item that you really love and enjoy, especially if you haven't like bought anything new for a while, you want to wear it and you wear it multiple times. And especially when you're someone who works from home like I do, nobody freaking sees me most days. So who cares if I wear something more than once? A. I personally don't give a shiz. Like, wear it every day of the week for all I care. My only request is take off the pants. Okay? What? Take out, just walk around in the sweatshirt. Oh, I you see where I'm going here. What are you talking about? Anyway, well, you know, my so, mother, my mother does live with us. So I'd prefer well, to not be walking around without pants on a day to day basis. Like, I mean, she changed her diapers. She doesn't seen it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, my point is I don't care if you wear the sweatshirt every day. Great. I'm only saying because I'm still going to ironical. Ironical. Is that even a word? Did you just pull an Ashley and make up your own word? I mean, it's cool. Like I just I've used ironical frequently. Anyway, the point is, it's amusing to me Mm -hmm. that you've worn this sweatshirt 19 times this week already. Mm -hmm. Whilst simultaneously chastising our son that he doesn't rotate his hoodies because our son is going out the house if i was going to work outside of the home every single day if i was going to a college class every single day i mean college might be but like i would not be wearing the same clothes every single day again like i said you and my mother and our kids are the only people that see what i wear every single day like if i'm not not going out the house out the house. That was right. a cute transition into Medea there. Or however yeah, you say I've it. Never Medea. Seen that movie. Medea. I, don't, I, I don't haven't either, but out the house. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> How, How about you? them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs? How about Taylor getting to go to the Super Bowl for the first time? <laughs> you know, I I sent a meme around um and it's from Blade Runner and it's Ryan Gosling looking all despondent on a Mm -hmm. set of stairs and the caption reads imagine being a lifelong nfl fan and in her first year being a fan taylor swift gets to go (laughs) cheer for a team that's going to the super bowl you know because there's there's people that are dallas cowboys fans and they've been 
in misery forever. And she signs up and, hey, let's go do the thing, guys. You know, it it bodes well for the idea of when you care less, that tends, and not that she cares less, but my point is like when it's not, it's not something that you're pressuring yourself right. to have it's to happen. Life. Things tend to, you know, fall in the in the in the way that you want them to. And you know, there's something to be said about having like momentum on your side. You know, true story. And they definitely do. I we won't talk about this. I mean, we could because it's our flipping podcast. But like, I am just going to go on record here and say that I really enjoy being able to view pieces of their relationship, which I think is important to note. Um, and I'm not, I mean, my family would say, oh, you're like a crazy Swifty, but I'm really, I'm not. Cause I don't know like her entire catalog and I don't know all the names of her cats and like things like that, but I am a fan of her work. What? Why are you looking Nothing. at me like that? I don't feel like you're being honest, but go I on. I don't, I'm being very honest. I don't know the names of all her cats. One of her okay. cats is named Meredith. I'm sure she got a new cat. That's the one I don't know the name of. So I don't know (laughs) all the names. Anyways, my point is, I think it's in, I think it's important to know, like with anything. So here's a, here's a little nugget for our listeners is that we're only seeing parts of their story, right? Truth. And I think that it's just with anything, we have to remember that, right? And maybe that's a topic for, I mean, we could talk about it some today, but we're only seeing parts of the story. Yep. And that's important to always remember because sometimes, you know, we're seeing someone's life explode in front of us. But again, we're only seeing parts of the story. Sometimes we're seeing like what looks to be the most fairy tale love of all loves right now, like in their relationship going down. And we're only seeing parts of the story. And again, I'm a fan. I hope that they get married and have babies and live happily ever after. And it's just all of the things, right? But it's also, you know, they are the only two that truly know like what's going on inside of their relationship, what their intentions are, what's real, what's not, what, you know, all of those things. So I just wanted to say that because- I do kind of get annoyed at both sides of this particular um, topic, social event, whatever, because there's people, the negative Nancy's out there, no offense if your name is Nancy, but the negative Nancy's out there who think they know everything <laughs> in that regard. But then there's also people that are like, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. They're so perfect. Da, da, da. And we also have to take a step back and be like, that is what it appears to look like. But again, we are not inside of their relationship. And that's a good note just for your day-to-day life. You never know what is going on behind the scenes in someone's life. You only know what they allow you to see or what pieces get put in front of you. Because unless you're living that life with them for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you do not know. Right. And a corollary to that that I've always lived my life by is it doesn't matter, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't matter how hot the girl is, someone somewhere is tired of putting up with her shit. <laughs> you know, because you see you see that pretty girl, and you're like, oh my gosh, my life would be fantastic if I was with that pretty girl. And you just got to remember that, like, someone's tired of her shit. 
And like, and that goes for everybody, right? Like, not just right, pretty girls, right. okay? Right. Like, no matter Before how we get more look, haters like, in the comments, we got our first hater, you guys. <laughs> bring the haters. I mean, someone I'm, commented on one of our videos and said it was cringe. <laughs> one of our little shorts. <laughs> when we were talking about, what were we talking about? We're oh, talking like about trying fishing. all the fish and whatnot. Somebody commented and it was like cringe. Like, thanks. Someone who's never had any fish, probably. Probably. But yeah, anyways, I'm here for it. It's really exciting. And I think what's exciting, why I'm so excited about it, other than the fact that from what I see of these two, like I really enjoy their personalities, each of them. I enjoy the fact that they are very driven human beings. I think that's what attracts me most most to both of them. You've got like this grin behind the stoicness on your face right now. And I'm just curious as to what that is for. Like, what did I just say? Well, I'm just... I'm just curious. Does she have a personality? That is so rude. It just seems like it'd be like talking to a plank of wood. Okay, but you are making a snap judgment based upon very, very little exposure to her period. Like you have not how many how many how many Taylor Swift interviews or like behind the scenes videos have you ever watched uh in the last six months way more than i wanted to no you've seen no you've seen things we watched her. that one documentary we watched the concert twice all i'm saying is there's pieces there's things that you've not been exposed to with her personality that i think you would make a different judgment on but. so malcolm gladwell wrote a book called blink okay and the premise to that book is an idea called thin slicing. And it's where people who are good at certain things, like art experts, for example, can look at a statue and almost immediately be like, yeah, that's a replica, not authentic. Mm -hmm. And people are like, well, how? I don't I don't know. I just know. I can just I see so it. So you're saying they, you you have the gift of the judging people's personality. I'm, I'm not saying that I necessarily saying. have that gift. All I'm saying is. It is within the realm of possibility that I can watch this smaller segment of her life and come to the accurate conclusion that she has the personality of a fork. Well, sure. The sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. So, sure, that right. is within the realm of possibility. Anyways, I'm not going to debate. I, and I don't need for you to like her or not. I was simply saying the reason that I – some of the reasons that I am – attracted to both of them and this relationships going on between them is that they are both both very driven you know goal oriented mission oriented human beings who from what i have seen in various interviews really truly seem like normal down to earth people you know like they're relatable sure. i find that they're relatable and i just think it's cool that Two people at the top of their quote unquote game right now have connected. And I love, I told you this the other day, like I just love like the happiness factor. Not that they're like, again, like not that they're not, you know, bumps in the road for them or whatever, but it's been a long time since we have seen like a high profile relationship of just joy and happiness. I mean, they make me smile. I mean, like just, I don't know. It's cool. I'm here for It'll it. Be a dark day when they break up then. Well, 
you know, if that's the way the good Lord intends it, then that being said, I did see an article where outside of the United States, for whatever reason, it's not available in the United States, but outside of the United States, you can place a wager on whether or not he proposes on the field after the Super Bowl. He won't do that. Mark, mark my words right here. That will not happen. Okay. It we've recorded it Friday, we February 2nd, 823 a.m. Yeah. Central Time. She it said it ain't it's going not down like that. <laughs> it might. It could, but and I then don't you're gonna have to come back on this podcast and own up to your wrongness. I can do it that. It will be amazing. For us and our current, you know, 30 subscribers. Which I'm saying that right now intentionally because I was thinking about this the other day. You know, this is what episode five um, yes. of this. And I was looking at our analytics. Ooh. I know. Big word. Talk, talk nerdy to me, girl. <laughs> uh, but I wish I could say that he's totally joking, but that probably does turn him on that I just used that word. But I was looking at the analytics and I just reminded myself that. Man, growth is so powerful because I was like, yeah, like we have more views on episode four by this time this week than we had on our first episode or our second episode. Or I was looking, you know, just things like that or the number of subscribers we have, which relatively speaking is like so low, right? Like compared to like YouTube channels, podcasts, whatever. It's like, wow, you have like 30 people following you. The thing is, is like, this is how it works. Like, this is how it works. And, you know, in anything that you're doing, we can see sometimes there are those in any area of business or the industry that, you know, they do have like quick success. And then we can assume that that should be what's happening for everyone in the industry. And truth be told, they are like the anomaly that use that correctly. You did. They're they're the anomaly. Like for the majority of people who are building something uh, for themselves, it takes time. It may look like when you discover someone, encounter someone for the first time and they are doing well, it may seem like that's the way it's always been for them, but that is not true. And so I was just reminding myself when I was looking at those of like, cause I was like, I'm like really excited when I see that we gain a new follower on Instagram or a new listener, it's like super exciting. And I kind of had a quick little chuckle to myself because it's like, you know, previously it would have been like, man, this isn't, this is how it is. And it's just exciting to know that's a process. And when you put in the work, consistently over time, it will compound. So I can't wait to be able to look back later on in this journey for us to see um, how the growth has happened. Right. Like when we get to episode 15, we're chortling at 50, at, oh, 30 subscribers. Ha ha ha. That's now we're at 37. Dumb word. Chortle. chortle? I think you're the how very first you? person that I've ever heard use chortle. Not today. Like you've used it previously, but probably chortle. Like who says that? People that chortle. <laughs> wow chortle wow. together but that is a great little segue into what has been on my fiery heart this week i mean honestly it's always on my fiery heart but this week i've been a little fired up more so than usual and i'm not exactly sure why but before i say what that is 
I thought it would be a little, I thought it would be important if we talked about this today, that we remind people of where you and I have come from in regard to our health journey. Um, Because it's very easy to hear people talking about, because that's what I'm going to be getting into today is a health and wellness topic. And I was thinking about how it's very easy for someone who doesn't know us, you know, they might be tuning in for the first time or even just listen to these episodes, um, these first several episodes, they don't know the past. And, and that's a little, here's a little floating nugget for you. That's why I like to call them floaters. I told my clients on the call, let's call these floaters because I just, they just kind of pop out that you got to grab onto them. These little nuggets of personal development, if you will. Just roll with me here. Rolling. (laughs) That going back to what we said at the beginning of this call, like you don't, you don't always know the pieces of everyone's story. And like, have you ever, I know I have, like, have you ever taken someone at face value and like judge them like you you're like they're talking about something and you're like you have no idea or of course you think that way because you look this way or you have this amount of money or this is your life of course you think that yes you ever yeah of course right and I probably at times still do that but I have a heightened awareness to the fact that we don't know everyone's story and so until you kind of understand all of that background we can't be so quick to judge so that being said I have struggled with uh, self-image and my weight for the majority of my life, as long as I can remember. Um, At the very height of my uh, physical journey, I think I was 216 pounds, size, extra large, everything. Um, I think I, I might have at one point bought a size 22 pant, I think. That might, I think that might have been like the, (laughs) oh shit moment for me or one of the oh shit moments for me. But my point is this topic that I'm about to bring up, I have been on both sides of it. I've not been in everyone's shoes and everybody's individual life and journey does differ. All I'm saying is I've been on both sides of the living an unhealthy lifestyle versus living a healthy lifestyle, understanding what it's like to be significantly overweight, not feeling yourself and be on the other side of being at a healthy weight and not feeling so low in confidence and self-esteem. So that's the quick rundown from my background when it comes to my health journey. Okay. My quick rundown, I guess, is that that's my cue here? Yeah, that is your cue. Okay. My quick rundown is I was crazy skinny in high school, had the metabolism of 35 men put together. I literally... Could not put on weight, and I tried um, for sports, um, and that cultivated bad habits. And so then once I got out of school, out of athletics, and started working uh, a second shift job, I'd get home, and I'd get home at like 1130 at night, and I would eat you know frozen pizza or a box of macaroni and cheese or whatever. Again, reference previously mentioned bad habits, and uh put on like a hundred pounds from my high school graduating weight, which admittedly my high school graduating weight was probably underweight for my size, but a hundred pound gains is not typically a good thing. Um, And so then the struggle became changing those bad habits into good habits and getting to an actual healthy weight for myself. 
are you including in those bad habits, the bad habit of dyeing your hair orange and putting cornrows in your head? You know, that was just me being me. That wasn't necessarily related to any sort of health thing. That was just an expression of Justin. I Yes. And I'm so glad that you got through that era of I'd your I'd expression. I'd this shit right now if I could. <laughs> I almost want to encourage you to grow your hair out just so that you will. And no, I'm, I don't have a problem with cornrows. I just the only problem I think of my bearded be, bow and cornrows. And obviously I've seen the pictures. Um, you're going to have to be the one just, that does it. So, you know, that's, that's probably not going to turn poorly. out very well. I've, yeah. I've got some friends who may be able to help us out with that. So let's, Anyways, just, let's just stay where we're at. We'll just stay where we're at. Um, no, I've been fired up a little bit this week, a lot of it this week. And like we said, take it or leave it. You don't have to agree with us, but this is who we are and this is what we believe. Um, I just am really over people making excuses for not consistently taking care of themselves. Like just over it. I'm over people. I'm over the messaging of our entire world these days. Although, you know, there does seem to be a movement or a pushback you know, where being healthy and, you know, working out and eating better is actually becoming a little bit more, I don't know if I want to use the word popular, um, but it is kind of more part of the conversation than it has been. However, the, I'm just, I'm so over like the self-love movement. I'm so over people talking about how, you know, if it's not fun, if it's not pleasurable, if it's not flexible, if it's not insert any number of have it your way phrases, I'm just over it. And why am I over it? Because the same people most of the time that are spewing these kinds of this kind of rhetoric, there's another one for you, wow. um, also tend to be the same people who are not progressing. Right. And it drives me effing batty. Yeah, you know, it's... Man, there's a lot of layers to this particular one. There is. We could talk for multiple episodes on this. <laughs> I think th I think what it comes down to me is a thing I read quite some time ago. The guy put forth, he said, the purpose of life is to prolong it and live it as well as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. That like, you know, there's a, well, what's the meaning of life? What are we here for? Well, we're here to live as long as possible and to live as well as possible. Right. And you can't do that if you're not practicing self-love. Right. And I just want to, I want to throw that out there. Right. Cause you said you're over the self-love movement. You're yeah, not. And that's with an asterisk. Right. <laughs> a certain, you're over the, a certain definition of that. You're of over self -love. the self-love movement where it's like, Oh, well, I, I really want to love and take care of myself. So I'm going to cram 35 Reese's peanut butter cups in my mouth because this bad thing happened today. Like that's not self-love. Right. At all. Or self-loving yourself saying, you know, hey, like you are amazing exactly the way that you are. Not, <laughs> not necessarily. Right. And again, this multi-layered onion that we probably should uh, ultimately break apart 
into different topics and we would be much more effective with it. I think for me today, what I really wanted to dial in on is once you have acknowledged that you need to make a change, once you've acknowledged that you need to make a change and then step into action, right? What I have experienced quite a bit is women who recognize they need to make a change. Finally, you know, build up the courage, whatever, or get fed up enough that they're ready to take action. I'm not just referring to people that I have worked with. Like you see this with many people, any program that they step into. And then once they step into that program, they want to kind of sort of do the program, right? Right. They want to, they've recognized they have a problem that they cannot solve on their own for one reason or another. They end up signing up for something to get help with that via a program and most likely some type of coach to go along with that. But then they don't want to follow the effing program as it is. They want to customize it, right? Well, I'll do this, but I won't do this. Well, I'll do this like this, but I'm going to tweak this. And it makes my blood boil. And I understand, you know, my way is not the only way. I get it. I'm just sharing with you my experience and what my beliefs are at this point that if what you're doing is not working then when you step into a program you need to follow that freaking program the the way that it's written right you don't get the right i'm sure this will ruffle some feathers you don't have the right to start tweaking that and modifying that and being super flexible with it because you and your way hasn't created the results that you want. And that's probably a really harsh way to put it. But like speaking from experience, my ways weren't working. And so I needed to find someone or something via a program that was going to help me get the results that I wanted. And so if I step into that and start doing parts of it and messing around with it and, you know, trying to like insert myself into it, I am not getting the full, then I'm not doing that program. Right. Like I'm not doing that program. I'm taking that program and I'm doing the pieces of it that I want my way. And so again, like I'm still spinning my wheels because I really don't know what's possible for me. And I think what people can overlook is like, if you just would buy in and go all in and going all in kind of gets a bad rap, but like, if you would just go all in, you could see what is possible for you. And of course you'd right. find out if that program doesn't work for you, right? Like right. you could you could commit to something for 8 weeks, 12 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever. And at the end of that time, evaluate what went down 
and assuming that you did follow it to a T the entire time and then evaluate and be like, yeah, you know, I, I don't think this is a good fit for me. But so many people are stepping into these programs because they, they're aware they need to make a change. And so they make a decision and they invest in something and then they screw around with it to make themselves comfortable and not do the things and they resist it. And it's like, what's the effing point? Well, here's a here's an easy way to illustrate this, I think. Our son decided that he loves fettuccine Alfredo. Like it came out of them nowhere, right? Like just one it day really he was came like, out of nowhere. I'm a fettuccine Alfredo guy. Like, and you're like, um, when have okay, you ever had this? When have you had and this? When did this happen? Well, I, I thought about it one time and I decided that's for me. So let's say we just Let's say he wanted to learn to make fettuccine Alfredo. And so we found a course that would help him make from scratch fettuccine Alfredo. And so he starts doing it and he starts following the recipe. But then he decides, you know what? Ah, cream. I don't want I don't want cream in my sauce. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that out and I'm gonna substitute it with some uh well, let's put orange juice in it instead. I like orange juice. Cream of it's magical. Oh, yeah. No. So he does that, right? And then, you know, he comes across a couple other things. And again, oh, I don't, I don't, pepper, no, thank you. I, let me take that out. Let me do this. At the end, he's going to get something, but it is not going to be fettuccine Alfredo. And he can't get mad at the person that put the, but he fettuccine will. Alfredo. That's what many people do, though, right? Well, right, right. right. Many, many people do not have that. Self-awareness, right. critical thinking, whatever, to be like, oh, hey, maybe this didn't work the way I wanted it to because I effed around with it. Instead, right. people are like, oh, well, this just doesn't work for me. And right. I believe the underlying there, – there's probably several underlying things going on when people are resistant to following a freaking plan as it is, is, again, we have the constant message pushed at us that everything should be your way and nothing should right. be uncomfortable and not pleasurable. And if you're not loving it and having flipping fun all of the time, then it's just like the worst thing ever. So that message is like always playing in everything we look at and everywhere we go. So we're battling that to start. But then again, it's this underlying, it's a lot of fears going on, you know, like, and so Here's the part, if you're still listening, that I didn't piss you off already, um, but here's the part where I get at the understanding of this. There's some underlying fears. Like, it's scary to make changes, and especially if you're someone who has, you know, quote, unquote, started multiple times and not followed through and not seen the success that you want, again, because of your own doing, there's fear there. There's fear of quote unquote failing again. There's fear of the opposite of that. Like, what if I'm actually successful with this? Right. Can I, can I maintain this? Like can, and not just like, is this sustainable? We won't go down that soapbox topic today, but like, can I maintain this? If I actually do this as I'm being coached or instructed to do this, what if I'm actually successful with it? Will I be able, me, who I am, will I be able to continue doing these things, right? Like, how will the people in my life perceive me 
and receive me as I'm making these changes, once I actually see results. like So there's all these underlying things, which that in and of itself is a whole area that so many, and I'm just speaking from a, a woman's standpoint, obviously, because that's who I work with. Um, but there's so many women that like don't even, like that aspect of the journey, not even completely on the radar, that there's all these underlying layers to why they're not having success, why they haven't had success, et cetera. So anyways, we push, there's this resistance that they have to doing it the way someone else is telling them. And all I'm trying to say is like, you're just considering, continuing to spin your effing wheels. Like what's the worst that can happen? If you were to take someone's blueprint who exhibits the results that you're looking for, Right exhibits the results that you're looking for. And obviously you need to do your research because there's people right. out there that are like, hey, if you want to have the lifestyle I do, or if you want to have the physique that I do, you need to come along and do my program. Not mentioning the fact that they didn't follow their program right. <laughs> to get the results that they have. Right. But you need to do your research in that regard. But if you've done your research and you've got someone that they're like, these results that I have that you're looking at going like, man, like I would like to achieve that. Or what they did could help me achieve my individual goals. And you know that the program they're selling you is actually what they have followed to do the things. Like, what is the worst that could happen if you actually followed it the way, it, you know, people don't want to make sacrifice. People cling so tightly to the very things that they are beginning to recognize are hurtful to them. And then they become aware that they need and want to make a change so that they can look better, feel better, live better. And then they step into that and they're like, oh, but hey, I still want to hang on to this old shit too. You can't bring it with you. Right. You do not have room for more greatness if you're still holding on to this shit from your past. Right. Can't you can't take it. new things into your hands if your no. hands are already full. No. And it's frustrating. Yeah. It, well, and it's, you know, what you asked, what's the worst that could happen? The right. worst that could happen is the time period is going to elapse. Let's just call it eight weeks, for example. The eight weeks is going to elapse and you're not going to get the results that you want. Well, that's what's going to happen anyway. Mm -hmm. Right? Like eight, right. eight weeks is going to pass. Like we can't stop time. Right. And you're already getting the results you're already getting. So the worst case scenario is what's already happening. So you've literally got nowhere to go but up from following the recipe, the program, the instructions as is and balls to the wall in it. Well, and two, two pieces to go along with your same flow here. You know, some, some look at what's the worst that can happen, like – my kid's birthday is during this time and I'm going to miss out like having cake on their birthday when they turn 11, only one time in their life, they turn 11 and I'm going to miss out on that opportunity to like fully celebrate with them and enjoy the cake that time because this program I'm, and it's like, you're already missing out. Right. <laughs> like you are already experiencing a cost you are already being stolen from with your current habits but like we don't look at that 
right? It's right. kind of like it's kind of like when when you know when good things happen, when good things happen, like we can. I'm gonna ruin this. My point is, when bad things happen, many people get angry at the man upstairs. Right. Why are you letting this oh, happen sure, to sure. me? Nobody, nobody's going like devil. Why are you? Why? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you attacking me? Everybody blames God, right? And it's like everybody forgets all of the shitty ways their current habits are making them feel. When it comes time to change them, oh, but I'm going to miss out on going out and drinking, you know, every weekend this month or a couple weekends this month with my friends or, you know what, I'm supposed to go and not have chips and margs with my girls during this thing that I'm committed to. And it's like, wait a minute, how are those chips and marg lunches or evenings with your girls contributing to how shitty you're feeling in your mind and your body and your life right now? But yet right. those are the things that were like, oh, I don't want to give up those things. I don't want to give up those things. And here's my belief. If you want to make a significant change in your life, it is going to require you sacrifice some things. You have got to make sacrifices. You, you know, and there's, you know, you can argue like, is it really a sacrifice to give that up or give this up? But like, it's not an easy road. It's not an easy path. If it was, everybody would be walking around like Adonises. Right. It's not. And you have to embrace that. You're going to have to give up some things. You're going to have to go without. And I know there's lots of different angles and philosophies on how you can improve your health and how you can lose weight and make changes and, and all of that. This is mine. You're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to spend some periods of time where you do not do certain things. Right. I always share this analogy, and you may think it's dumb, but I don't care. I always say it's like when you uh, end a relationship, you know, typically you end a relationship, and a lot of times, you know, there's maybe like, a few days or whatever. And then there can be this like, oh, was that really what I wanted to do? And then, you know, maybe you text that person or right, you send call that little them. WYD text. Right. Or like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what you doing? Or you, you know, meet up one night to go out right. and like those kind of and then what can what can happen? Then you're like cloudy again. Stop it. What? What I do? That would get torn between like, I am trying, I, we are moving on from this. We're not even slowing down to see what it is. Nope. And then my Keep brain going. is like, I really want to know what he's thinking. Or maybe I don't want to know. Later. But no, like it, you end up, you're playing with fire. If you've recognized that the relationship was unhealthy for you, then continuing right. to dabble in it is only prolonging your pain. It is right. only helping you stay clouded in your judgment and it is inevitable that you're going to cycle back around, right? And so truly, there needs to be a clear separation, at least for a period of time, before you're able to come back in and reevaluate, right? Like maybe maybe after a period of time with no contact, you can come back in and you can reevaluate because you're going to be in a more, you've been removed from it, 
right? You've been removed from it. You've had some different experiences, perhaps you're more clear-minded and you can make a better judgment or decision as to whether that was the person for, for you. You also could find that by separating from that, you actually figure out that's never what I wanted at all. Right. That's actually not what I want, but you won't get that clarity if you're still freaking dabbling in the old shit, in the old ways. And I see women do that over and over and over again, is that they make this commitment to make changes and they get a blueprint put in front of them, but then they still at the same time want to do this dabbling. And I'm like, you are continuing to hurt yourself. We need some time and space of doing something a different way so that you can look at that with more clarity and perspective and then decide, then decide if you want to still be having greasy ass pizza in your life or what's the frequency of that or if you still want to be consuming alcohol in your life. But you don't know what it's like to live your life not with those things. But change requires change. Like it's as simple as that. And it's that I always think of the, uh, excuse me, the little cartoon where the the guy is up on stage, politician probably, and he says, who wants change? And everybody in the crowd raises their hands. Yeah. And he says, and he says, who wants to change? Mm-hmm. All the hands go down. Right. And like we all want it different, but we don't want to have to do anything different. Right. And it's not easy. I don't want no, to come across not. as like, oh my gosh, anything I have ever done or ever do, like it was just perfect from the get-go and I never bobbled and I never whatever. But this is also where it's important to connect with people who have been on the journey that you want to go on or are on so that they can help you kind of skip around some of the pieces that you don't have to go through. Right. Like you don't have to go down the past path of you know effing around and finding out i just want to f around and find out like you get one life (laughs) you get one life why continue those same old cycles and again i will say time and time again it's underlying fear going on but those fears are continuing to keep you stuck right and you already know what that turns out like like you know what that turns out like see it every day Like if I sat a hundred women down, if you sat a hundred men down and said, let's play this out. If you continue living your life with the same habits and the same beliefs and mindset that you have today, if you continue to do that, what happens? Like, what does the rest of your life look like? How does this play out? Right. And and a lot of people, we we don't play that out because, you know, it, we all assume like, oh, that's way far down the road. Right. Right. But if you were to sit down and really play that out versus, hey, if we spend this next year dedicated to making these changes in your life and you consistently follow this blueprint how could that play out in the next year? What could be different for you? Right. But people don't tend to do that. And people tend to cling to what's comfortable. 
And again, like you're never going to get any sort of change in your life if you're not willing to step into that discomfort. And as we said on a previous show, like it's temporary. It's temporary. Are you willing? Are you willing to sacrifice temporarily for that long term gain? Now, I was going to say the opposite of that. What's the worst that could happen scenario? Because sometimes what I experience with some of my clients is that worst case scenario is I make these positive changes in my life. And as a result, I lose people in my life. Relationships change. Right. People leave. There's resistance that created get created. And that is a very real possibility when you are the person choosing growth. But what I have to say with that is you as an individual have to make the decision. Would I rather move in this direction that I know is going to help me become a better version of me, a version of me that I actually am proud of, that I actually feel good about the way I look, feel, and live at the risk of it potentially changing some of the relationships in my life, even with people that I love very dearly? Or am I willing to sacrifice that better version of myself to keep these people in my life happy with the me that they're currently happy with? It's a deep question. It is a deep question, and we can save that for another time, but it's just, you know... Things to ponder on a Wednesday, which is when this will be coming out. So indeed, or whenever you listen to it, right? Because you're not obligated to listen to it on Wednesday. You're just obligated to listen to it. Just listen to it. Like two, three times, probably. Probably, and that's not just because it's us. Subscribe and share buttons. Yeah, you can uh, available on all platforms. So YouTube, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, it's all there. So if you have your, everybody has their preference, but like sometimes maybe that's not an option. So just know that I got, I got, I got, I got options. Oh boy. Remember when you used to sing that to me? I said, I love that song. And you're like, I love that song too. But baby, you're the best one. You are the best one. That's why I'm here. Uh, Yeah, but if you're following us uh, on YouTube, like, like and subscribe and follow our channel so you don't miss anything. Same thing on Spotify. Click those notifications so that you get notified. And you can always follow us over at Life Unfiltered Show on Instagram, where you will see little little snippets uh, of each of uh, each of the podcasts. So sometimes you can join us in (laughs) chortling at the comments of the haters. Yeah. We'll see if we can't put out some more uh, cringe-worthy content for you. I'm sure but, we can uh, muster that up. Anyways, on that note, uh, have a good week, everyone. Happy hump day. We'll see you next Ugh. week. Yep. She left me again. After doing that really awkward hump day thing, listen, man, they're not listening on Wednesday. They're listening on Thursday or Tuesday or Friday. You're throwing them off with the hump day thing. It's just not, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. We gotta, we gotta have a better closer. And you just bailing and leaving me all alone. That's not the closer either. Like, that's definitely not good. Oh, well, we'll figure it out.